0: The Great Iron Eagle with the ball. Deshaun Watson not having a uh, great year for the Cleveland Browns. And we don't know when he's going to be back under center for Cleveland. And despite the fact that PJ Walker's been reasonably okay for Cleveland in terms of the wins and losses. He obviously has not played great. And if the Browns are to achieve like their ultimate upside this year, they're going to need Deshaun Watson to try and get them there. Uh Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet. If you're watching on stadium. This is our final segment for the day on Stadium. You want the final hour of the show? That will have all our bets for tonight. Head on over to twitch.tv backslash betql in about 10 minutes. Twitch.tv backslash betql for the final hour today of You Better, You Better. Jake, bring the uh, moved music up here, and let's do a little bit more line movement here. Week 9 in the NFL with injury reports starting to come in for the first time this week. And, Ken, it's pretty good news for the Cleveland Browns. Doesn't mean that Watson's definitely going to play, but... Watson gets a limited practice in early in the week. So practices again, Deshaun Watson does today in a limited fashion. It's worth noting that for Arizona, Kyler Murray did practice in full. Now, it's our expectation that the Cardinals are going to start Clayton Toon, and Kyler will be um, active in the game and be the backup quarterback, and then Kyler will return to the lineup next week against the Atlanta Falcons for the Arizona Cardinals. So Clayton Toon most likely for Arizona. And maybe some mystery as to who's gonna start this weekend, Ken, for the Cleveland Browns. Have the betting markets reacted at all to Deshaun Watson practicing in a limited fashion? And if so, how? And what is your thought?
1: Really, we've been we've been over this uh this Browns by seven number. We've been more than a touchdown in this game, like pretty much throughout uh we we talked about the total for this game yesterday too the idea that like if it's clayton toon does it matter who starts for the browns like can the total really be 37 and 38 and it still is total hasn't moved at all and really this the line has actually moved in a couple places back toward arizona now we're talking like really like cosmetic stuff like an eight became a seven and a half in a couple places something like that and really the consensus number right now is like 7.75 or something like that and i think it's I, as we've talked about a lot this season Brown's games are just like okay like what what rating would you use for the team to try to figure out what the number is supposed to be there's so much guesswork involved they haven't played a lot of games with Watson the games that they have played with PJ Walker he has not played well but the team has won for the most part up until last week and you've given you a competitive effort in at least the games that he started, or come in in relief of Watson. So it's all just a big mess. The one thing that you feel like you know for sure is the defense is phenomenal. I mean, the defense is at least a top three unit in the league, if not the best defense in the league, and might have the defensive player of the year. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. So I think that's why you and I were both immediately like, okay, well, there's a lot of quarterback uncertainty, but we probably feel good about the under because it's someone for Arizona against this Browns defense in a game in Cleveland. And it's even if it's Deshaun Watson instead of P.J. Walker, like what's a reasonable scoring projection? So it could be confusion in the market where like that people just like aren't really sure what to do, so they're not doing anything. And maybe when we get more clarity on who the Browns quarterback actually is, you'll see something. Maybe when we get clarity on like, okay, Kyler's practicing, what does that mean? You'll see something. It could just be kind of everyone waiting to pull the trigger. That's what it feels like to me. There's a little bit of that in the Falcons-Vikings game too, where it's like, okay, can we just make sure it's not Josh Dobbs? Like, can we know that? Because there seems like a chance, like <laughs> the way you talked, it seems like there might be Josh Dobbs. And then for both of these teams, like the way that you put it, it seems like it could be the other guy. I think in this case it's both teams. Whereas in Atlanta, Minnesota, we know that Heineke is starting for one of the teams. So that uncertainty, leading to a total lack of market movement. Honestly, the total stayed exactly the same. Little interest in Arizona, but the number is
0: still more than a touchdown. And now for total for something totally subjective, to- based on opinion only, and no because inf- like we mm. don't have any information on this. This is just yeah. like what is your opinion, and I'll give mine also. And like we could be way wrong on this, and that's okay. Just like hey, like what do you think? Out of these three quarterbacks, who do you think is the most likely to play on Sunday? Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, or Josh Dobbs?
1: Watson by a lot.
0: I think for me it's Dobbs.
1: I don't I don't think they're gonna play him. I think they're gonna wait a week. And then I think they're gonna play him.
0: I think if Jaren Hall's really bad, like early on, I think Dobbs like immediately comes in. I don't think like they wait until like the third quarter. I think you meant starts,
1: plays. Oh, Dobbs is at least the same as Watson if it's just plays. And I'll be curious. The really interesting thing is, like, I don't think this will happen if O'Connell very confidently tells you like tomorrow, Jaren Hall is starting, and there's like no mystery, and it's like this is what's happening and books put up Jaron Hall props, it's almost like, should the first digit be like a zero, as in it has to be less than 100 yards? Because you know, like would he's going to get pulled. Like, he, like he's too nah, 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 like He's going to get
0: pulled. But is dessert? it?
1: Would they ever even open it? It's so obvious Uh that they're like they'd play Dobbs if he was like had a pulse, you know. And it just it's like Jaron Hall on the road, like it's gonna go well. Uh, That would that's just gonna be really interesting. Like, are there prop markets for that game? And I I think for Atlanta, like you're gonna get Heineken props because it's, I mean Arthur Smith's a moron, but like he's not gonna put Ritter back in after he just did this whole song and dance this week about what happened. So like. You know the, the angle in that game, I, I guess, is like, what are the Vikings' offense props? Like, what what is that? And uh, but of, of the three quarterbacks you gave, I I think we'll see Watson this week. I think we will. It's not like I could put it this way. It's not like PJ Walker's been good. Like it'd be one thing if it's like the stat lines, and not even like that they were okay. The Stat lines have been terrible in the games that he played. They won they won two of the games, but like he, he has not played well. Um, so I, I think Watson for that reason, but totally subjective.
0: So we might have, like, P.J. Walker against Clayton Toon, Taylor Heineke against Jaron, kids in the hall. Also this week in the NFL, we'll get Josh Allen, we think, against Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes against and Dak Prescott against Jalen Hurts. The haves and have-nots in the the National Football League. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday line movement for Week 9. Ken, uh, just to give you a second just to check this in case you don't have it up, I'm going to ask you about the Steelers-Titans game on Thursday night. I am guessing there is not movement here because – maybe people were expecting this to happen. I kind of felt like it was 50-50. The Steelers, this is actually like a really big deal for the Steelers on defense, where they've barely had Cam Hayward, the stud defensive lineman. It was like maybe like a borderline like first ballot Hall of Fame, like a borderline Hall of Fame player when it's all said and done. Cam Hayward for the Steelers. You know, Connor's brother, who's like the... As the tight end while Pat Fryer moves out, but Cam Hayward has been activated to the 53-man roster, like likely to play tomorrow night. I know that he's a defensive player, and like that doesn't necessarily like have to move the point spread. I I think he's like really really important, especially in this game. Rookie quarterback on the other side, short week on the road. Have we seen any movement in the Steelers Titans game? And if not, we can just move on to the Saints Bears.
1: I mean, not really. It's just worth noting, like this market. The total in this game has been like very uninteresting for a little bit. Um, like the total moved up kind of right away and has stayed 36 and a half, 37 for, for a long time. And uh, the side has just consistently bounced back and forth from Steelers by three to Steelers by two and a half. Now, a big part of that is was Kenny Pickett going to play in the game or not? Uh, was Will Levis going to start again? I guess would be another thing. But really, like Pickett status probably guided whether you were going to see three or two and a half. We're just kind of in between the two numbers. So, like, yeah, Pittsburgh gets bet up sometimes in a couple places, like five cents or whatever. But I can't tie that to Hayward it's just kind of the way the market's been behaving the whole time where it like kind of goes up to three and then it comes back down a little bit and we're just 2.75 like all over the place um no like giant spike or anything as a result of that injury which I'm not surprised about like Hayward might fall into that category of players you know trying to think of uh oh there was a really good you had a really good angle a couple years ago where you would come on in Bears games and say like if Akeem Hicks, their defensive tackle, was playing or not, that would guide so many betting decisions that you were going to make in the game because Hicks was really good at stopping the run and no one else on the Bears was. And so, like his absence or presence in the lineup was actually this like really significant thing that was kind of going under the radar. And it wouldn't move the point spread, but yet it would like create bets that you would want to make in the game. Now, this is a little more general with like Hayward and his impact. It's not like you're going to bet a running back over or under because Cam Hayward's playing, but like maybe it's the same kind of a thing where hey, like, the market's not going to move on, like, a defensive lineman that's not, like, a super known edge. But you kind of think he matters a lot. Like, maybe that's a reason to bet on this deal, or you can still find two and a halfs in a lot of places.
0: I All I can think about right now is Super Mario, because you said Giant Spike, and I'm thinking that's, like, something that, like, Mario oh, would have yeah. to avoid in, like, a stage of, like, Super Mario Wonder. You stopped playing it, right? I'm guessing because you started playing Spider-Man. Like, are you done with Mario Wonder?
1: I was playing Spider-Man before Wonder came out, and I... For people who are like Spider-Man, like the game that came out five years ago, yes, I am very behind. Uh, But I finally like had a window to like play a new video game. And I was like, I want to play Spider-Man because everybody said it was great. And I have started playing it and I'm just so into it. And it's sort of like a GTA open world kind of a game where when you're in, like it's, you can, you can play all day and it's like not a big deal. The time just passes that easily. And so like I get super Mario wonder and it's really fun and it's awesome. But like, you you know, you have that moment, you go down to the TV, there's two controllers. It's like, which one, which one am I going to pick up? Like not thinking about what I'm going to play. I just, I pick up, I pick up the PS4 controller. I play Spider-Man. Like that's just what I do. So now I'm just, it's when I'm
0: done with Spider-Man, I'll go back to Mario. All right, so that's a really fair answer. Uh, I'm playing uh, a video game inspired by 1996 Japanese role-playing games. Uh, last yeah. game for us to just uh, touch on, and it moved. Uh, we'll be the Saints and the uh, and the Bears, Ken and Rob Bazole alluded to this when he came on um, in hour number two with us. Uh, it seems like the Saints have gotten bet in this game against the Secret Agent Man and Chicago. Where do we stand right now in New Orleans and Chicago? Does it make you want to make a bet on the game?
1: Yeah, I'll just I'll i have we'll do one other line move thing if we have time just because something's happening on the board right now uh but in the in the saints game just like we're not in a different zone like we're still more than seven in the game that's where we've been basically the entire time the saints were seven and a half point favorites at home against the bears the the saints got hit a little bit uh while we had rob on so about two hours ago and they got out to eight and a half and there were a couple nines on the board so again this is It's not like oh through a key number or like oh that really changes how i feel about the game just shows that there was like some interest in the saints just worth noting that with this game at eight and a half it has basically like equaled or gotten to what the chargers closed at almost on that sunday night game against the bears which just leads to like an interesting question about okay, like, how do you consider the Saints and the Chargers versus each other, and did you learn enough from Baygent in the Chargers game, and they were so bad that, like, you need to downgrade the Bears, and now this number makes sense. Like, it's just kind of an interesting comparison because we have such a similar point spread to what we had last week.
0: And last thing here, Ken, what else is going on on the board right now?
1: The, uh, the Ravens have now gone to six basically everywhere. This started earlier before the show where some of the five and a five and a half went to six. Now we're basically six across the board with like one exception. And the, the over in the game has also started getting bet. So it was open 42 and a half, was 43, 43 and a half. The board is almost 44 across the board. So like a pretty significant total on like a, a random Wednesday, 5.50 PM Eastern time, like a, a total of 42, 43 is now at a key number of 44 and still going up. And the Ravens have gotten bet out to six.
0: Is the thought there just like the Ravens are going to slam them in the game? I guess so, right?
1: I mean, it's like literally both things are moving like in tandem. So it's almost like Ravens team total keeps going up. It's almost a good way to think about it.
0: I think we got to think more about this game and we'll obviously do more on it. It's a little confusing. uh... It is, it's yeah. very confusing. Uh, what's not confusing, though, is the decision that you, the person watching us on mm. Stadium, have to make right now. There is no decision. Twitch.tv backslash betql for the final hour of the power hour. A lot of bets, a lot of sports in the next 60 minutes. Twitch.tv backslash betql.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.